This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is. John Oakley. Something else that's made the radar in the last number of days, though, has to do with Elon Musk and his platform that he paid 44 bill for. So I guess, you know, it's uh, his own playpen. And he's been sort of uh, yanking the chain of a lot of celebrities with these blue check marks that signify authenticity and have become somewhat of a an ersatz status symbol, I guess. It's a rather interesting development that uh, many people who lost the blue star are the blue star. The blue check mark are now uh, having it reinstated without their asking or paying for it. Bet Midler be included among that. The rapper Little Nas. Jonathan Kay has written about this. He's the editor for Quillette and a columnist with the National Post. By the way, you can follow him on Twitter at John Kay. And I want to get his thoughts as to what is taking place. Jonathan, it's always a pleasure. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. I'm good. Do you have your blue check mark? No. So I, <laughs> I, I have a, a rich and tortured history in regards to the check mark. Is I I had one. Well, I didn't have one, and then I was in National Post, and National Post applied for blue check marks for everybody, and we all got them. And then I lost it in 2018 because I got into like some arguments with people and. And, and, and so that was like the last five years I've lived blue check mark free. Uh, and, and, but now I've come into fashion because now everyone's avoiding blue check marks like the plague. So these things are, it's like hemlines. Uh, it's, it's cyclical. And uh, just by the vicissitudes of fate, now I'm like on the, the fashionable side of blue check history. So being defenestrated actually has its benefits in the end. I mean, uh, you've come full circle. Anyway, it's like Mort Saul once said, you know, you maintain a consistent political position long enough, eventually you'll be tried for treason. It's, yeah, so that's <laughs> kind of what it, And by the way, I'd like to recognize how ridiculous it, is, ridiculous it is that we're adults talking about blue check marks on the radio. Like, it's this completely middle school thing. Like, you know, are, are you wearing the right kind of sneakers? you know, well, you can't come to my birthday party if not. Like, it's that level of maturity that animates this kind of topic on social media. Uh, I just, I, I am horrified to think what future generations and historians will think about the fact that <laughs> ostensibly serious people are arguing about, like, who has blue ch- uh, check marks and who doesn't. It's ridiculous. Well, is there a more profound subtext to this then? I mean, because you write about it in Quillette and you call it a desperate status anxiety that has now suffused the, uh, well, I guess it's uh, inculcated itself into this argument. What is going on here exactly then? Give us the broad overview in layperson's terms. Sure. So, um, I mean, Twitter's been around for, I guess, almost 20 years. And a couple of years after it came into existence, it created the symbol of blue check marks, which originally, like, you know, this, it made sense. So, you know, if you were, I don't know, uh, George Bush or, I don't know, Paul Martin back in the day, uh, you know, somebody couldn't just set up an account that said, whatever, Paul Martin, one, two, three, and you'd have 17 followers and, and people would confuse the two of you. They're, 
there'd be a real Paul Martin and a, I, I don't even know if Paul Martin ever had a Twitter account, but if he did, this example would, would be applicable. Mm. But then as the years went by, it became this kind of arbitrary thing where like, you know, some weatherman in like, you know, some tiny town would have a blue check mark, but nothing against weathermen, just it was kind of weird because you'd get these obscure figures who would get blue check mark and then people who were legitimately famous but maybe weren't popular with the people who ran Twitter were not getting blue check marks, so it became very political. And Elon Musk, when he took over Twitter, he one of the, the sort of bees in his bonnet was like he I think he used the term corrupt. He said this whole system is, is corrupt. It's like this really, you know, politicized static status hierarchy, and we're just gonna get rid of it. And at first he tried to get rid of it by by giving everyone a blue check mark or selling it to them for like eight bucks a month. And I think a lot of people didn't want to do that because they're like, well, I don't know. Will it really be a blue check mark? Will people be able to, will they know that I paid for it as opposed to being like a famous person who got it? And so there was that kind of status anxiety among, you know, call it the commoners or whatever. Uh, it's hard to discuss this without using classist language. But then <laughs> Musk said, well, screw it. I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to just take away everyone's blue check mark, including all the, you know, quote unquote, famous people who got it for free and I'm going to take it away and I'm only going to give it to people who pay. And this caused reverse status anxiety because then all these famous people were horrified at the possibility that they would have a blue check mark. And then, you know, all of us yobs like you and me would think, oh my God, they, these, this, this guy, you know, Bette Midler paid eight bucks for a check mark. How pathetic. I guess <laughs> Bette Midler isn't as famous as I thought because here she is just like any yob off the street is, is you know, charging her visa card eight bucks. So now there's this like crazy reverse process, by which people can't get rid of their blue check marks fast enough. Um, but like I said, the whole thing is middle school. It's, it's like someone said, Hey, uh, this kind of sneaker is out. This kind of sneaker is in anyone caught with yesterday's sneaker can't come with my birthday party. Like that's the level of sort of agitated status anxiety that is now playing out on social media. It's a pretty sad testament. Isn't it? I mean, Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, we're pathetic. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, and, it's, and it's the most famous people in our society. Who are, like, these are people who own mansions in Hollywood who are sitting around, you know, trying to make sure that there, you know, aren't a bunch of blue-colored pixels surrounding their picture on some, some social media outlet. Like, it's, it's, it's absolutely pathetic. Wow. Uh, again, with Jonathan Kay uh, from Quillette, and you can follow him on Twitter, at John Kay. The idea that Musk would charge $8 initially, uh, was that just, again, uh, a financial gambit that he needed some money because he overpaid for this thing? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm certainly not here to defend uh, Musk as a businessman. I mean, I think every, everybody, even people who would defend his politics, <laughs> whatever those politics are, uh, they've probably changed 20 minutes since we started talking. Even people who are kind of uh, sympathetic to his populist conservatism, uh, I, I think would acknowledge that he came in too fast, too hot, uh, too recklessly in disrupting the Twitter business model because he created so much disruption that a lot of advertisers were like, well, this, this is too disruptive. We're, you know, we're out of here. Um, and I think he overestimated the degree to which the rank and file on Twitter um, really wanted to have like this sort of badge of status, this blue check mark, like just because people find so-called blue tick people insufferable and sanctimonious 
doesn't mean that they want to join their ranks and also be sanctimonious. Like a lot of us are just kind of like, it drives us crazy that there's this kind of ridiculous status hierarchy, but it, um, it, it doesn't mean that we want to perpetuate it or be part of it. Personally, I actually think it's, it was actually driving the culture war when you had these two classes of people, the blue ticks and not blue ticks, because it, you know, as soon as you put uniforms on people, it becomes self-perpetuating that they tribalize. And so you had all these blue ticks who are like, well, we're blue ticks. We, we hate the convoy. We think it's silly. And, and people without blue ticks were like, well, I'm, I'm not a blue tick. So I guess I have to like the convoy because I'm just some, some plebe off the street who just, you know, likes driving a truck. So like it kind of people fall into roles. And I have this theory that now that, you know, it seems like no one wants a blue tick. I actually think it's going to help calm down the culture war. Wow. Uh, now that yeah. is profound. All right. Yeah, so the- it's very profound. See, that's why you have me on the radio. <laughs> yeah. Well, there'd be uh, no designation to divide. Uh, isn't that interesting? I mean, these are the kinds of things. That- we'll go back to arguing about hockey, which is what's supposed to divide us. Well, you're right. You're right. Uh, and it may still do that. But uh, for the time being, and by the way, OK, if you've wanted to digress in that direction, Kyle Dubas, general manager of the Maple Leafs the other night in Tampa, because he's being chirped by some fans, decides to engage. Now, is that unseemly for the general manager of an original six franchise? Or do you give him props for being passionate, you know, and the, the passion that divides or uh, unites us all? So, first of all, yes, it's, it is inappropriate. If you're wearing a suit, you should. But did you see how you just lapsed into your own blue tick snobbery by saying <laughs> an original six franchise? Did you hear yourself? <laughs> That's classism, like, isn't well, it? <laughs> you know, if you, were, if you were the general manager of the Las Vegas Knights or something like that, you know, of course, <laughs> he, probably comes to, he probably comes to the game, you know, drunk. So, like, you know, who cares what he does? But this is an original six blue blood. We hold him to a certain standard of behavior. Right. Blue, but that's blue tickery that you were just exhibiting. Like, it's cultural you know, Marxism. It's cultural Marxism. Human <laughs> beings are snobs and, 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 and will seize on any badge or ribbon or sash, often an imaginary distinction to separate ourselves from others. Hockey is part of it. It's tribal, um, but at least it's entertaining. Twitter is just is tedious. And if people are listening to this, I, I hope this discourages them from going on Twitter because it's a wasteland. <laughs> right. Uh, but you do have a very, very uh, humorous article on Quillette uh, where you've likened this to Dr. Seuss's Sneetches. And I think it's such a perfect analogy. It was a, a pleasure to read, which is why we've got you on here today as well. Uh, as I said, cultural Marxism, you know, looking for all these different ways of dividing people into groups and subgroups. Uh, it's an anthropological study for sure. Jonathan, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for having some uh, moments of uh, levity with us here this afternoon. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yep. We'll talk down the road. Uh, Jonathan Kay, again, editor for Quillette, columnist with the National Post, and you can follow him on Twitter at John Kay. Listen to The John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on Earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast library.